Let's do the other one first. Oh, I just took all these notes for this one. All right, well, we'll try it, but we'll see how you it wanker. Let's just see how it oh. goes. Sure, why not? Sure, why don't you do that? Yeah, could you have cleaned up the desk a little before you <laughs> You're Fuck, bro. Are we... <coughs> now you're, like, getting up and moving. No, let's like, get a different chair. You replaced my chair with this squeaky chair. I did no such thing, I sir. I don't want that chair. I did no such thing, sir. <coughs> my bottle's open. All right. Where's my hat? My podcasting hat's on. So this is serious. The countdown? We've never done a countdown before. Oh, <laughs> you mean we get the little snapper thing? And... Hey, folks. Welcome to Culture Jacked. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Tonight's on this show, we are actually going to dive into the hashtag two topic so it's going to be a little bit controversial i think depending on uh who we're talking about and how far we go into it so make sure to get your headphones on you're about to be jacked oh. all right well uh, so today we are going to be diving into the hashtag me too conversation as it looks like just about everyone else has some kind of opinion. Somebody's, well, it, I'm looking at a list that looks like everybody's involved. To some They've I, either touched or been touched inappropriately. Yeah, or felt inappropriate. True. Which is which is interesting in itself. Um, so we're just going to dive through it. I've got a list of uh, some celebrities and some stuff. Before we get into that, I've got some background on Me Too that I was looking at while you were looking Good. at that stuff. Uh, so it's the hashtag Me Too movement. So looking at the wiki page, so I don't know how accurate this is, but it looks like it was started actually like back in 2006. Wow. Uh, on MySpace uh, by a social activist by the name of... Uh, Tarana Burke, and uh, I guess uh, a she's she's an activist or she's she's some somewhere in the public light. And a, a child came up to her, or a young teenager came up to her, and, and had confided in her that she'd been sexually assaulted. And she said she well she didn't know what to say to the child at the time, but then she wrote later, you know, if I if I could have you know if I didn't freeze, if I could have thought of anything to say, I would have said, you know, me too. To just kind of make her feel not alone there. So wait a second. Not like she's making it up. Like it, it's happened to her as well. Okay. Not okay. just like BS. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> like I was sitting there like, hold on. Uh, did, was there a profile on this person? <laughs> no. Was there a profile on this person? So you said that they were a pretty big MySpacer. Because why would a young child go to this individual? Well, and, I, and share I, such I, a I don't know private. Thing? That's just what the story was on okay. the on the wiki. But okay. it, apparently, she kind of. Obviously, hashtags back in 2006 weren't really a thing. Like they weren't weren't things for like viral a, campaigning a, a, and a, activism and stuff a, like a that. A relevant search function, right? right. So um, uh, that's I guess uh, kind of the history of it. There were uh, other other hashtags that came about um, during the kind of resurgence of it because it was Alyssa Milano who encouraged women who had been victims of sexual assault or harassment to speak up uh, and and use the hashtag MeToo in 2017. There was other hashtags that they used, too. They used the uh, hashtag UOKSIS, uh, hashtag what were you wearing. There was another hashtag like my Harvey Weinstein and things like that. 
Um, but Me Too was the one that really caught. So some numbers behind this. This is crazy. In the first 24 hours of this Me Too hashtag really picking up steam, uh, it was used over 500,000 times on Twitter. Holy crap. And there were 12 million usages of it on uh, Facebook posts. Oh, so no, man. 12 million different Facebook posts that had this hashtag. Uh, and then 45% of U.S.-based Facebook users uh, had at least one friend who used the hashtag MeToo uh, as well. Um, what about, did you get like a statistic on, uh, like the proven versus the accused or, you know, that, like that kind of deal? Like, is there a percentage no, on that? No. And you know, a lot of the, a lot of the me too stuff that I, I saw anyway was, um, you know, people, sometimes they would be very vague about their, their events. They just say, Hey, look, this happened to me as well. I was, I was assaulted or I was abused. So no people, no persons included? Yes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they, they wouldn't, you know, directly accuse a person. But I think it's um, more to more to kind of let other, you know, women especially, but men too. You know, men have been... been um, <laughs> I've, I've got my Me Too uh, story that I'll share, which is kind of a Me Too uh, story. Well, we're getting to that, I'll, yeah, I'll share it later. That's, that's the, a juicy treat we're going to close this with. Okay, so I want you to keep in mind as you listen to this podcast that I'm not making light of this movement with my story. Um, however, I laugh as a defense mechanism. And also, I was a, a young child, so I don't even know if it was true or a thing we're that happened. We're telling it at the end. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll tell it at the end. We'll save it for the he's end. Got, he's got a very... And it is a good story. Um, the way he tells it in person... Uh, on, it, People are going to think you're terrible when you laugh at me. I know, I know. That's why I'm trying I'm trying to defend myself beforehand. <laughs> Before I know, no, because I've known you for a long disclaimer, time. Pop a disclaimer um, down. And, and I'm not really necessarily close to the situation, but to some degree I am close to the situation because of who it uh, was. where who it was, where it took place, right. the timing. Um, but we'll get into that later. What other facts do you have? Uh, that was really all the facts. Make some facts up. That, well, Look at your makes paper some, and uh, just say some cool statistics. Um, there was a popular uh, beekeepers union that tried to get the hashtag uh, B2 going, but they they couldn't get it off the ground. Just didn't go viral. Just didn't, oh, somebody, didn't oh, take the hit. Like, that's uh, what's her name. Yeah, so the uh, the the B2 movement never really caught caught any steam. Uh, there was a, a, a bunch of um, Captain Hook. Uh, you know Peter Pan enthusiasts, and and they tried to get uh, Shmi too trending as well, but it never never really took off. So it's it me, me too. Hmm. Never heard of those ones. They never really went no, viral. No, but now uh, that I have, I feel like I, I may have to choose one or the other. Um, so what's uh? Obviously, this is kind of taken. Uh, Hollywood, which has really got the most light shed on it. Hollywood, um, there's there's obviously some politicians and so forth. But mm -hmm. let's just kind of focus. This culture jack. So our our focus is more or less around the Hollywood side, not politics. But it's kind of taken politics by storm. Um, Hollywood. Or, or excuse me, uh, Hollywood by right. storm. And, you know, it's been 
pretty much public or publicized to some degree on some medium mm-hmm. um, every other week, really. I yeah. mean, from, from what I've seen and what I haven't seen, I mean, you've told me about stuff I haven't even heard of yet. Right. Uh, just, just kind of brought through conversation. Oh, shoot, did you hear about this? Oh, shoot. And we'll get into a couple of the, I think, a couple of the key players uh, that were affected by it. I'm not going to... A couple s- of the big names. Yeah, a couple of the big names. And we'll talk really briefly about to the- what uh, what their situation or what they may be faced with. Um, but before we do that, how do you feel about kind of the public... Un- the the public acknowledgement. I mean, because that's really what it is. When you put that out there and, and you say hashtag me too in a circumstance and you tag someone or you say someone, where do you sit in that realm of is it okay or should it be taken by? The, if it's something against the law, then mm-hmm. sh- should it not go to the public eye and should you go to your local authorities and, and go that route? Should you go to the public eye and really kind of uh, go after the person. I mean, wh- what do you think is the proper channel? Because to me, some of this, whether you know, and some of these folks are not proven guilty as, as far as sure. I know. Um, but is that the venue that you should be going after when you go through a traumatic event? And you know, is it right even for, uh, from a psychological standpoint on having all of these people then approach you if you are a victim of, of a horrible circumstance? Well, I, so it's like I, ten questions that I'd like it, you to answer in like a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Um, yeah, that's the, it's really multi pronged. Um, uh, it's it, a lot of it's really bad stuff, and a lot of it's it's not as bad stuff. You know, this there's you know not the right way to treat treat a woman and the the cat calling and stuff. And where does the line go? Um, the, from it's harassment to all of a sudden it's abuse to its, to its molestation. Is it the physical interaction that, that happens there? And whether it's the right channel or not, I mean, you know, I, my, my story is, is to a lesser degree, so I don't really know what it's like to be in these victim's shoes. I don't think your story, your story really isn't after we looked at some of I mean, some, yes. Well, Yours is kind of in the middle of the road of like... What's uh, acceptable and not? Yeah, but I mean, is it the right forum to bring so, to bring uh, or or accuse someone of something? So I've never had that mindset. So I I don't know. I've heard that as a victim, it's very hard to go forward. Right. You know, it's like hard to say something, and yep. then people come out, you know, twenty later's and go, "Oh yeah, this guy touched me as well," because they were too afraid to say when they thought they were may- maybe the only ones. Um, or maybe they thought that there were others, and others have, had spoken out, and nothing had happened to them. So what's the what's the point, you know? Right. But if you know, all of a sudden, one or two two women come out against this big Hollywood guy, and they're they're like, "Hey, man, this has happened to me." Someone that's watching that goes, "Oh shit, that happened to me too," and and so I don't know if there's a there's a right way to dissect it. Um, I know that a, a lot of these folks that are being accused are. You know they're they're losing shows and they're 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 out of work and then the the public image the perception of them is tarnished, whether it it was true or not. Uh, so I, <laughs> which is it's messed up to say, but I think that there's um, accusers that can be almost held equally amount to to blame for the people actually committing these acts because. Uh, 
false accusers. I yeah, should I, I should say. clarify. Not just Damn, I'm, no, I want to know where no, you're driving this. No, 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 point no, no not not not, not just something. not just accusers, but like if if there's a false you, you, accusation. Yeah, 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 if they're out there bold enough to say this happened, tag you in it and says hashtag right. me too or whatever. It doesn't even have to say hashtag me too. I don't think at this point for right. it to be kind of put into that perspective. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if someone comes forward publicly and publicly. You know, you may not be a big Facebook or you may not be a big Instagrammer, but you may have people that are like, "Holy shit, this thing happened to you, man! Mm-hmm. I'm going to share this thing. That guy's that guy or, or gal is a piece of shit." You know, yeah. and and the next thing you know, without any credible evidence, I mean, that's that's I guess the a the alarming thing, but b also kind of the scary thing to me to where it's like, you know, we read through. I think I ran through what twenty different celebrities, and, yeah. and like you read through some of them, and you're like. Is this person just coming forward to just say something? Um, or if it bothered them, I mean, why didn't they go down the right channels at the first? I, I don't know. I guess I'm so, kind of caught in limbo so, there. So this is this is kind of my, my take on it, right? If a person has a false accusation and I accuse you of touching my sweet, sweet booty, mm-hmm. and you're like, I didn't do that, and it comes out later that I was lying, well, the next person that comes forward, people like you are going to be less likely to believe that next person. Because you're mm-hmm. like, well, I got falsely accused or I saw this person prove their innocence and, and they were falsely accused. So uh, to those ones that are accusing in a false way, you know, you guys can go to hell. Uh, for those of you that are harassing and molesting, you guys can go to hell yeah, right. equally. But I don't think we can discount accusers right off the right off the cuff. I think right off the cuff, the, the best thing to do is to, um, you know, believe that they've probably got some merit. No more tapping. I'm tapping on the on the desk. That's bad podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I I think I think um, you know we owe it to try and try and go. Okay, you know maybe they've got something here. Um, and then if they if they don't, you know. Well, isn't it? But but to but me, don't, but, don't. but isn't it like the justice system though? I mean, until they're until they're proving guilty, right? You know, and, and that's the thing. And I'm not saying by any means like hey, if you did the dirt, then you did the dirt, man. Well, how many how many women did Bill Cosby was he accused by? He was accused a by lot. I mean, like a lot. forty or something. And then some of Crazy them started call, some of them started falling off and yeah. said that they did it because of X and yeah. they got put up to it. But and so yeah, it was it, eventually like I think eight, six or eight that that really kind of stuck to it. Well, and, and there was real well that he was and, he was uh, tried for that he was found guilty. Is that about. what it was? I think it was like six or eight. Did or he something. get found guilty? I didn't. Yeah, I stopped yeah, following was, it, man. Yeah, he was, was getting crazy there. He was convicted of really. Yeah. Did he admit to anything? Do you know? Uh, I don't know if he admitted to anything. I just know that he was he was found guilty. Wow! So, so Bill Cosby's gone. But I mean, if there's 40 women that are accused, there's something there, regardless oh, of the sure, uh, sure. regardless of the system. Sure. sure. You know? But but I mean, uh, I, I guess my my big approach would be until proven guilty, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there has to be evidence, some some degree sure. of evidence. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where I guess because I believe not necessarily in the system. I'm not sitting here saying the system works and who's doing the judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying any of that, but what I am saying is there has to be some checks and balances. And when you're coming out with an accusation that ultimately whether you're proven innocent, if you are the accused, whether you're proven innocent or not, 
Um, it's going to ruin relationships. It could possibly ruin your life to some degree, um, or, or in, in some cases to a major degree. Um, it can ruin your family, your job, and that's you know obviously with a celebrity you're going to get more out in the public eye. But what if you're a, a local, uh, a local, uh, not celebrity, but a local figure of any degree, and you got somebody kind of trolling you out of left field? You know, you can't take that back. If there's accusations made, I mean, once the, once they're made in the public, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Culture Jack Culture Podcast, Jack podcast so watch out. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? So once it's out there, dude, you like you can't just take that back. But forget, right. for, you know, delete the post, bro. I'll forget what I said. That. You know, I mean, in the damage is done. Um, whether it was out of spite or out of some mm-hmm. weird thing that happened from the past. So... Um, yeah. It's a really hard, hard it line is. to balance. But, but on the other side, I get it too because, like, if you are willing to um, come out and talk about it, um, and you are willing to kind of try to get that help, that po- the, the, that group help, which is a part of uh, the whole movement, the whole movement there. Yeah, it's like I get that too, and I support that. But I'm like, damn, man, like, and it's hard to vet. Okay, is this a real thing or is this not? I mean, like, looking through this list, like. There's people on here you'd never think, but it's always those guys. And I'm like, shit, did this actually happen, man? Yeah. You know, it's kind of crazy, right? It, it's it's really crazy. It it um it, you, you don't want to you don't want to immediately go, oh my gosh, this is the worst person ever. But you also don't want to go, oh my gosh, I think this accuser is lying, mm-hmm. because. There, there's going to eventually be maybe, maybe not. Maybe there'll never be a resolution. But there's, there may be a uh, credibility laid to you know when the the weird text messages and photos and emails start popping up, right. and, and then the the collaborative stories that say no, this is a really great guy or a really great gal or or yes, this guy is a creep, this gal is a scumbag. Yeah, the and, evidence points in one way or the other, right? Yeah, and and so I think that doesn't necessarily always just come out in the court system but it comes out you know in the the, the court, public eye yeah it the, comes out i mean somewhere one way or the other generally yeah um so it's really hard like what we had just talked about yesterday um chris hardwick has recently been accused right. and it's like I, i'm i'm not overly familiar with what the situation is uh, or or what it is but i mean who do you believe at that point it's a he said she said um but you've been involved in in HR cases before in a corporate setting, right? Yeah. I, I've been involved in HR courses, and and one of the things that you learn from that is when it's a he said she said, maybe there's nothing that can be done about it. But the next time that one accuses or is accused of, there's a pattern there. There's history. Right. So if it happens again, then you start to think, well. Maybe they're not so innocent, either the accuser or the accusee. Right, right, and well, and generally speaking, like from an HR standpoint, uh, depending, and we won't, I won't go too far into it, but you know, that's generally <clears throat> facts and items come out during the investigation, mm-hmm. um, and then generally speaking, uh, at least in the workplace, you know, and a lot of the celebrity stuff was so-called in the workplace. I mean, there's a lot of accusations that sure. take on set. In, Back in, to the trailer, in, the yes. office, yeah, yeah. So a lot of that stuff. So, so I would say in the work in the workplace, just like anywhere else, really. I mean, we hold, or I've been a part of a lot of uh, investigations and have conducted them. And, and generally speaking, even with the he said, she said stuff, 
um, there's things that you always kind of look out for. I mean, it is patterns, it is location, sure. and it is uh, uh, your coworkers and association. And yeah, in some cases, but nothing to the degree of Me Too. The Me Too stuff, or even anything close to the Me Too stuff, generally comes comes out at least in the investigations that i've conducted um but it's it's tough man i was just gonna say one of the things we were looking over these stars and you know there's the harvey weinstein is the one that kind of really you know kicked it all off and 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 then you know there's the you know lewis ck and and tj miller and those kind of guys that were, were maybe not as aggressive as weinstein but still you know maybe harassing or maybe you know inappropriate and then um who was it? Kevin Spacey. Uh, you know, he he got kicked off of his show. Lost a movie. Got kicked out of a movie. I mean, but we're going through these folks, and we're we're seeing you know like Morgan Freeman, and we're we're like, whoa, what? Morgan Freeman too? And and then we we see someone like Andy Dick, and we're like, well, I'm not really surprised by right. that, you know. But that's just us being stereotypical assholes. Well, that's that's true I mean, too. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, but look at this. Look at Andy Dick's character. I mean, yeah. He, uh, he plays know, a molester. Well, it, no, not a molester. <laughs> I did not say that. But, but if you know who Andy Dick is, if you watched him back on news radio, if you've seen him with the Andy Griffith stuff, if you've seen him on any shows, he's very loose. He's very can be aggressive, mm-hmm. inappropriately aggressive. Right. So that doesn't lend to his character. Um, you know, and, and let's talk about one of them. I mean, a good one that is kind of difficult, not so much about what he's being accused of. So publicly reported November 9, 2017, I'm talking about Louis C.K., the comedian. Multiple women have reported that he sexually har- that they harassed him, uh, cases masturbating in front of them, a wide release for this, uh, you know, his films. He had a stand-up with Netflix mm-hmm. that got just pulled right off. He had a couple of films he was supposed to be in, dropped right away. <clears throat> Numerous other media outlets dropped him. Pretty quick, but the thing about Louis C.K., because I've, I've followed Louis C.K. over the last few years, as a lot of people have, because mm-hmm. he kind of blossomed into a star. He wasn't always mm-hmm. even close, but then he became one of the number one uh, comedians in the country for entertainment, uh, film, and video. You know, and in his acts, if you've watched any of his acts, I mean, he talks about masturbation. It's a, mm-hmm. It's kind of a normal... Uh, a routine thing to, for him to have at least one set referring to masturbation. Um, and that doesn't, I'm not saying that's okay, but is there something relatable there? Well, I, I, I like Louis C.K. too. Like, I was a, well, I did like Louis C.K. I'm not any longer a fan of Louis C.K. because of these revelations. Um, and I liked him for his dark humor. You know, I liked him for riding the edge in his comedy mm-hmm. and really, really, you know, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. He jokes about masturbation. Now, come to find out, he's, you know, trapping women in rooms and masturbating in front of them so they can't escape. You know, what a what a terrifying border wall that would be, Donald Trump. Uh, right. But <laughs> Wow. But, <laughs> Snuck that one in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wall of Louis C.K.'s masturbating into Mexico. Well, and there was other ones where he was talking to women over the phone. Right. Uh, and well, and then that that's, you know, back to... And he put out a letter afterwards. You know, there's there's no real way to excuse yourself from something like this. But his letter, it was at least well-written where he said, you know, look, I abused my power. I had power over these women. They wanted to get... They wanted to move along in show business, and they thought that I could help them do that. And so I... 
uh, you know, I did these things in front of them um, because I had that that power over them. So there's that that power differential as well that is kind of. I've lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was saying. Anyway, so so Louis C.K. is accused of these things. At that time, and he admitted to these things. And he okay, so yeah, yeah. He, yeah so so I mean, he he is guilty of guilty as charged. Right. Then, so mm-hmm. I mean, like, he's guilty for for what it is. I would assume his career's over, unless he can pull a Pee Wee Herman and like wait a couple of years and. Did you come say back. pull a Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, because you know, Pee Wee. Yeah, Herman, I know. Yeah. He pulled a Pee Wee Herman. He pulled a Pee Wee Herman several like, times in a movie right? theater. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so that was like ancient. That was before the internet. That was classic Me Too. <laughs> You're right. That was that was, that uh, was a vintage Me Too. That was your grandfather's Me Too. You're right, right. Um, still, it's just kind of crazy to me. Um, let's look at another one. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus is on there. Yeah. November tenth, two thousand seventeen. A woman has reported that he sexually harassed her over a period of years, once exposing himself. Her. Mm-hmm. I got one that you may not have heard of because it's pretty recent, so I'm just gonna gonna let you know here. Um, Terry Crews. Did you hear about this? No. Is this real? It is real. All right. Why do you always think I'm lying? I'm really bad <laughs> I'm at not, telling the truth. No. Well, it's not that you're lying. It's just like you like to tell stories and like try no. to get a shock and awe out of it's me it's is a response. Terry Crews, but he was not. The person accused. He was someone who used the hashtag Me Too. Really? Yeah, Terry Crews. And he said it was recent, too. Um, he was at, a, a, I guess, a dinner party with his wife. Mm-hmm. And this high-powered Hollywood agent uh, grabbed his genitals. And he, you know, he froze. And his he said he has to thank his wife for all the years of training that she gave him. If anything ever happens, don't, you know, don't get violent. Because uh, you get violent, you're going to lose out in that situation. And um, so he didn't. He just kind of froze. And then, you know, he grabbed his wife and they took off. But uh, that is part of the reason Terry Crews isn't going to be in the next Expendables movie, Expendables 4. Because apparently he had some beef about this agent, this high-powered Hollywood agent. And that didn't sit well with the producer. And the producer was like, hey, man, don't. Don't be accusing this guy. And Terry was like, well, I'm not going to do your movie. And so you won't see Terry wow, Crews in Expendables that's, 4. That's horrible. It is horrible. And what's funny about Terry Crews is uh, he was in, what was it? Was it Arrested Development? Yes, he was. He's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I he, know. He was in Arrested Development, too, as like a, a political figure that was like kind of taking advantage of a woman, of the mm. uh, sister uh, and then he was married and all of this stuff. So, and that's obviously portrayed on TV. It was sure. a funny, a funny yeah. deal. But damn, that's that's kind of crazy. It is crazy. Well, good for him. I mean, for making for a stand. talking out. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm. I obviously, I think, I'm sure someone narrowed down who the individual was with the information that you just brought forward. No, I think he named him. Oh, he did. He flat out. Named he named him. him. Yeah. Um, and it's it's been enough. Um. Uh, you know, for me, I'm not going to see Expendables 4 now. I'm, I mean, I probably wasn't going to, let's be honest, I probably wasn't going yeah, to buy I'm a theater's ticket for I'm it. to say, wow. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely not going to now. Right. You're not going to watch a movie at all? Expendables 4? No, yeah. probably not. Oh, huh. interesting. 
In fact, I'm going to start bootlegging, and I'm going to make sure they make zero profits. I'm going to sell them right out, outside the theater. That's not appropriate either. Jeremy. <laughs> um, so Jeremy Piven, October 31st, 2015, multiple women have said uh, he sexually assaulted or harassed them. So again, it's kind of a weird, a weird place. Stallone, uh, November 16th. A woman has been reported that he and another man uh, sexually assaulted her when she was 16. All right, so let's slow down on the actors now. We're at about 34 minutes. Um, that's probably not where it'll be in the podcast when we get it edited. Yeah. But I want to tell my story. Um, so this is a story. I'm, I'm not going to use any names to protect the innocent. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call this... This character, Mr. Boat, um, or Mr. Ship, Mr. Boat. Uh, so <laughs> it's starting already. Um, I'm really bad at telling the truth, and I didn't remember this until until years years later, or I didn't do anything about it until years later. I still haven't done anything about it. What am I? What am I saying? I've I've told some told some people. Um, I was a young young boy in elementary school, and there's a uh, there's a bathroom in uh, in the school and uh several bathrooms like many schools in united states america of america right uh so uh in the boys bathroom um i'm trying to verbally paint a picture here trying to figure out the best way to do it there's if you go into the bathroom you have to pass by a partition right as soon as you turn right from the partition there's a, a set of urinals two or three urinals and then right to the left of that there's some stalls and then behind the partition uh, are some sinks on the other side and or it was one of those big stainless steel sinks but sinks uh, nonetheless and i remember being in there uh you know doing the normal things that one might do in the bathroom um and washing my hands <laughs> i'm sorry i'm having a hard time uh telling this so washing my hands at the oh, sink what grade were you in you didn't i don't think i don't know. know what grade i was or in just kind I, of guessed i was young i if i had to guess i'd probably say you know somewhere between fifth and sixth grade maybe fourth fifth or sixth somewhere in there um okay. so late elementary school and i went to the bathroom and i was washing my hands and mr boat over here was at the he was at the urinal and um he he said hey dustin and i turned to look at him and he was turned uh facing me with his hands on his hips and his dick out of his pants pause for effect across uh, across <laughs> and this is like how many feet do you think i mean because there was a pretty good distance uh, yeah. I mean, if I had across, to, if, it's across the way a little bit. If right? I had to guess, I'd say, you know, ten feet. Yeah, I'd say ten feet would probably be a good good guess. And so you know, give so or take just, two or just three. Just mind you, right? He's beyond the partition. He's beyond the partition. So, so anybody that walks in this room also has clear visibility. Yeah, anyone could see his dick at that point. Okay. So he turns to you, says, "Hey, Dustin." He says, "Hey, Dustin." He's doing the captain stance, doing hands the, on his hips, ca- hands on the hips. Out. I um. I, I I looked at him, and I said, "Hey, Mr. Boat," and I and I ran. I didn't run, but I just quickly, you know, power walked past him, past the partition, and out the door. So you did have to go right beside. I had to go close proximity. Yeah, I had to go right right next to him. Now, <laughs> I brought this story up to my parents. Um, 
And my mom was like, "Hey, years don't. later though, years, years later, later. Years, yeah, later. years later, I, years later. I, I when I was when I was a boy, it didn't strike me how inappropriate that might have been. But um, do you recall though, like in all seriousness, do you recall immediately afterward, or maybe later that day, like what the, what the fuck just happened, or was it like?" This is how adults act, or I mean, what what do you think your thoughts were? I mean, because that's a pretty fucked up deal. I don't remember, man. I have a notoriously bad memory, and so that's why I'm oh, I'm very that. that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm very hesitant to even to even say it. Um, and like I say, nothing, at least to my recollection, happened. So I don't know if I'm blocking some shit out or what. Uh, I I mean, I hope not. Right. Um. But when I when I brought it up later, no one no one took me seriously, and you know I I tell stories really funnily, funnily, <laughs> really funny. Now you're making words up. <laughs> uh, I'm the Shakespeare of 2018. Right, right. Um, I I tell stories in a way that are that's funny, and I I try to make them engaging and entertaining. Um, but a lot of the times that comes to my detriment because people don't take me as seriously. And even when I told you the, the first yeah. time a couple of days ago, we, we both had a really good laugh. I don't know if it's a defense mechanism on my part or, or what it is to make me feel comfortable or at ease. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my Me Too story. So now it's out there, uh, at least if uh, anyone, anyone from my little hometown is listening to this, this story and uh, something similar has happened to you, get, get in touch with me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Fucking Mr. Boat's going down. Well, you know, maybe it was an accident. Maybe he just left his pants unzipped and was so eager to talk to one of his favorite students. You're I, not making this any better. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it was an accident or, or what it was, but uh, it was an event, and I at least remember it. And, uh, yeah, so when they made fun of me, like, hey, this, you know, that didn't happen. Don't do that to the... Don't do that to the guy, you know. I can see, even though it seems like a pretty innocuous event to me, I can see how, you know, regular victims would feel if, you know, they were to come forward with a story and people, you know, just kind of shed on them and say, I don't I don't believe you, you know. So, um, yeah, the Me Too movement. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's a tough scenario, too. I mean, we did talk about this the other day. Uh, in the in the way a combination of me knowing you, you telling this scenario like out of left field. Hey man, I got to tell you this story. <laughs> I, at first, at first notion, because you were laughing, I was laughing the way you told the story. Uh, it, it was it was. I, I won't say obviously the activities weren't funny to me. Whatsoever. No, no, they, and they're not funny. No, and I, I don't think that. Right, right, but, yeah. but it is it's important fun. for you to make clear. But yeah, well, well right, it is important because <laughs> we're, like, what the we're fuck? in the audio. This is a really I, fucked I up relationship the they have. Is it going um, but you know, I mean, I, I thought even during that conversation, we go into a, a conversation that's like you know, moving forward, moving forward with it, or or you know, now you're you're speaking. I mean, shit, you're going to be on a on a podcast, but if we edit this episode, yeah, we'll talk we, about that. Right. <laughs> we'll listen to it, see how I it know. went. Um, so it's not just a, a tear in my beer kind of episode here. You know? Right. Like, damn, that's about the, you guys are down and out or whatever, but. What was the last episode we talked about? We talked about podcasts and then we move on to 
sexual predators I, in I, elementary I schools? Next on <laughs> Uncultured Jack. Take a we're, deep dive. Uh, yep. I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> exactly. And tonight we're going deep into hashtag me too. Um, so, you know, how do you move forward from from this event and and you know, it's a very, it's a highly personal thing, though, and that's the thing with reading some of these accusations, hearing your story. Um, the bounds were obviously crossed in your story. In my opinion, the bounds were crossed. You're you're an adolescent child. You're not an adult whatsoever. Um, that was an adult. I mean, you more than likely know how to put your dick away at the at his age. Um, Lord I knows have, I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, well, right. I mean, in in for uh, the gentleman to turn to you, you know, dick swinging and, and talking to you, I it's hard for me not to believe there wasn't some kind of intent there. Mm-hmm. Um, to some degree, I mean, I'm sorry, but the, you know that that's not right. And mm-hmm. and the scary part, and we talked about this too, and we even mentioned it through this is. You know, we don't know where you were as far as this guy's, I guess, threshold or, or whatever the fuck's going on in his mind on, like, let's see the reaction or, right. or, or whatever that could be. And um, whether that was the first time he had done that, uh, the tenth time. Right. Which know. is part of the reason why, I, granted, I was hesitant to share it in an online forum. I make make jokes about it with my, my friends and my family. Uh, but to share it in an online forum, and if someone recognizes who maybe I'm talking about, and then, oh my gosh, you know, what will it do to this guy if if it's not the case? But then I started to think, you know, what if someone that was, that maybe he went the extra step toward, you know, maybe he... He well, it doesn't matter. Grabs, I mean, well, you know, fuck. What, what if he pulled his dick out on someone else, dude? You, well, I, I, I mean, yeah. like, you can't just be pulling your dick out in front of little, <laughs> little boys or no, girls, dude. No, you like, can't. Like, you shit, shouldn't be. Well, you shouldn't be. But I mean, uh, for someone with uh, thinner skin or someone that is obviously a little bit more sensitive to, at that age, like old man dick hanging out there, dude, it can fuck their lives up. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it fucked your life. Maybe up. it did. Maybe I'm repressing all kinds of shit right now. I don't I, know. I, I know. This, I mean, it's been cathartic because if it wasn't just a one-time thing, if it was, you know, something that uh, was was habit or something and, and it was happening to other people. It's like a habitual pull your dick out in front of young yeah. boys. Like, that's fucked up. Maybe, it's, maybe that was his thing. But if it was happening, then maybe if someone else hears it, you know, I'm here to corroborate your story and say, hey, you know, Maybe that didn't happen to me, or maybe that happened to me also. Whatever, whatever it was, if it was just the that the the show pony trick, but if it was something else, you know, I'll say, well, I got the show pony trick, and so I'm I don't think it's surprising that that else happened, right? Or whatever, right? And yeah, that's crazy, man. That is, it's just crazy. And as far as far as I'm concerned, I mean, the regard for the person, he's the one that pulled his dick out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get it. I, I would get it, you know, like some of the stuff that we read earlier, you know, uh, there was a lot of like groping stuff. Uh, there was a couple of comments made about a couple of celebrities made them feel uncomfortable. I mean, without without that being, and obviously they didn't have to explain it. You don't have to, right. you don't have to explain it. But I mean, uh, for, for someone that's dealt with the, the HR aspect, uh, you know, and I have kids, you have kids and trying to determine what the fuck's what what is okay and what isn't you know when you say groping 
it could it could be anything. And I mean, was it a real grope or was it a, a shit? I was going to get a file. We got too close. I accidentally rubbed up against you. I mean, like shit happens. Patting your back or something. Yeah, to where it's like you know. But there again, like you know, it's crazy. It, it is. It's in the eye of the beholder, really. Um, well, not really. I mean, because that is. I mean, it's very subjective to like how do you want to take it, right? right? But really, at the end of the day, hopefully, if that if you're if it's something like that, like we brushed up against it, you know, it's like fucking say something. Yeah, you know what I mean. If it's something light like that, you gotta be an adult. Um, and if you're a child, it, it's gonna be really fucked up. Yeah. But if it's if it's inappropriate or you feel like it's inappropriate, but it's not past that line of like extremeness, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Dude pulling his dick out's pretty extreme, man. I get it as a as a young child, you're not going to be like dick, you know, and blow a whistle or so because you didn't have a whistle. But if you did have a whistle, so on on SoundCloud and iTunes, like, what is the how many can we put hashtag dick? Because I think we've used dick quite a lot in this episode. Can we? I know. <laughs> can well, we, can we do that or get? Uh, you get, could. We might we'll hold get, the record. We'll for, get some. For, for Dick said in one the podcast. Second, the, second, the whole second half of this has just been nothing but Dick. Welcome to the Culture Dick <laughs> Dick Show. Yeah. Um, kind of a crazy, but it is a crazy, it's a crazy subject. So uh, hopefully this episode maybe enlightens some people to some degree. If we aired it. If we aired it. Um, and if it didn't enlighten you, maybe, maybe, uh, if you have something to share, you know, share it. Uh, but I would definitely consider now. Now, if you are a victim, then you know, come I would, forward. I, I would say come forward, but most importantly, I would say uh, a seek some, seek some professional help too. I mean, yep. go go to the police. Uh, try to get uh, help with you know. Obviously, if it's something that's happened to you, you need to go to a physician. Go to a physician, but you know, try to reach out to a psychologist. Try to get the real the real support because. Your little Facebook cronies and your Instagram cronies, and they're not doctors. Uh, you may get kind of a public venue for them, but definitely seek some help, um, some professional help. Oh, I'm just uh, I'm looking up a, a just a, just a crisis hotline number on here, on the old phone here for just a second. So uh, here's here's one. Uh, I just found this on Google, so please. <laughs> Please don't take if it's not the greatest. It's just because it's the first result on Google here. It's uh, 888-768-6531, crisis hotline, mentalhealthline.org. Uh, you can get mental health treatment, help for all mental illnesses and problems, free referral service. It's covered by your insurance. Private and confidential, nationwide treatment. Suicide prevention lines, 24-7, 365 crisis hotlines. Yeah, so there's a lot of resources out there. Just punch, punch into Google, Crisis Hotline. Well, punch into Google, talk to your friends. You know, your employer may offer um, some, some kind of help without without disclosing um, and keeping the privacy up. So I, I would highly suggest, <clears throat> even prior to launching into the, kind of the social aspect, is, is really speak with some people. And if you're not getting through or you're not getting support, just change the people you're talking to. You know, if it, I, I just feel it's a very important thing. So, but but that is it. We're gonna we're gonna get back to our regular, uh, kind of, you know, fun culture, movies, games sort of thing. We just thought it's an important thing to talk about, and um, yeah. So that's that's the episode. 
Um, but that is it. So, you know, throw your headphones to the floor. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at CultureJacked. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tune in next week. Culture Jack. Tech, games, movies, and more.